Good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. Don't forget Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go to www.jeffgelmanseminars.com with our next problem-solving seminar on the 4th and 5th of November, which is just in two weeks, and that's going to be in Pearson, Florida. So check that out. Please use common sense. And good morning, everybody. This is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training. Um, so weekly morning show, daily morning show, Monday through Friday, every uh, weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we stream live on Rumble. We stream live on Instagram. We're on YouTube and Facebook. And thank you so much for all being here. Um, I usually do single topic shows. I usually speak about one thing. And then I um, do a little bit of Q&A. And then sometimes I go into a rant um, as well. Um, as far as what's going on um, with dogs out there, we're in a very critical um, uh, space right now. We have got so many dogs with so many behavioral issues um, that can be easily, um, when I say easily, I mean easily stopped. It is that, what is up with my fucking screen? Full screen break. That's not good. Um, there's so many things that can be easily resolved with dogs and behavioral issues. So many things. But I just don't think people are actually even doing the most basic thing with their dogs. In fact, I know they're not. You've got a dog that's a year old, for instance, with starting to have, say, resource guarding problems or lunging at people problems. And I'm like, well, just for frame of reference, do you have any basic obedience on this dog? Minimal to none. Oh, okay. So you have no basic obedience on this dog, and now you got behavioral issues. Great. Does your dog understand the concept of no? No, doesn't. I can't control my dog. Okay. Fine. Let me, and then now you've got a dog that's got serious behavioral problems, or is on the start of having some serious behavioral problems, and then you've got um, a dog with no baseline obedience, and then you have an owner that doesn't know what to do which is fine. That's why we make a living. and That's why I do the show, to educate people. But I'm trying to also wake the fuck up with people. You need to wake up. Owners need to wake up. Let me give you an example. Something that I get a contacted on daily. Every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. My 10-week-old it's usually 10 to 12 week old puppy is growling about uh, around the food bowl when I approach it. Yesterday's was I have a corso that's 10 weeks old and is growling around the food bowl. What do I do? Well, why don't you know this? You own a corso, it's a power breed. It can kill you and your kids in, in an instant. Why don't you know what to do? Now, that's what we're here for. So I'm not shaming or blaming you, but you should know what to do. You're going to get yourself a any dog, but especially a power breed dog, you better know what to do. You should know what to do. So what do I, what do I suggest? Well, go look up dog training, Google dog training, go to, or ask your vets, you go to five different dog trainers, and they'll most likely give you the wrong answer. They'll tell you to redirect it. They'll tell you to um, 
you know, uh, redirect it with high value rewards. They'll tell you to walk away. They'll tell you to switch it out for something else. Like these are the typical things that people say about um, uh, resource guarding. Even with a 10 week old puppy, well, do you want to increase the behavior or do you want to decrease the behavior? If you have a 10 week old, 12 week old dog that's growling over a food bowl, scruff that dog and don't throw it against the wall, please. It's an, it's an expression, but literally toss it. Take a bonker, which is a wrapped up cotton towel. No, correct it. There should be some uncomfortable consequences for a dog to resource guard food. This is common sense. This is common practice in people that actually get results from dogs. This is common. This is not me. This is not only common sense dog training, it is practiced all the time for any dog trainer or any owner before dog training got all fucked up in the last 40 years. We weren't having resource guarding problems most likely. Do I know this for a fact? No. But it was sure as hell was as bad as it is now because in my 20 years of training dogs, 10,000 dogs around the world, I'm seeing resource guarding puppies more and more. Really? Has it ever crossed your mind to just, I'm going to say it. Because nobody wants to say it. But everyone's doing it. To fucking whack your dog. Holy shit. Jeff, are you saying we should hit our dogs to train them? Nope, didn't say it. But your 10-week-old puppy growling and trying to bite you over a food bowl and it's a large breed dog? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who does this dog think, think it is? And who are you as an owner gonna fucking crumble and move away from that dog? Are you serious? This dog doesn't end up freaking mauling you one day. No, if you throw kibble on the other, take some hot dogs, throw it on the ground to the right or the left, remove the food bowl, you'll eliminate the problem. I call bullshit on that. So let's talk about the basics. Let's talk about the basics. All right? Let's talk about the basics. If you're going to get a dog, it is your obligation to train it basic obedience. It is your obligation as a dog owner. You say you say you love dogs, but you haven't trained them shit. Really? That's what love is? I'm going to purchase a dog. You didn't adopt a dog, FYI. You purchased a dog. So I'm going to purchase a dog and not train it anything, nor am I going to correct it from anything, and I'm just going to complain about it. Really? Is that, is that what we're doing now? We're not holding our dogs accountable? We're not being proactive with any of our training? We're just buying dogs and hoping for the best? Why do you think we've got such a messed up industry? Why do you think dog ownership is horrific? The amount of people out there that have not even trained a reliable heel, a reliable down, a reliable place, a reliable recall, stopping the dog from barking, stopping the dog from jumping, 
letting the dog just run through the house doing anything it wants to, letting the dog do anything in the car. You're driving in the car, the dog's going baloney. We see it all the time. All of you see it. All of you see it. You all drive by cars with dogs, and the dogs are going nuts, and the person is doing nothing about it. How annoying. That has got to be the most annoying thing in the world, driving in a car, having to listen to your dog go nuts. Do you know that can be stopped in three seconds or less? That can be stopped in three seconds or less. It's not that difficult to do. It's not that hard to do. Training your dog to walk politely on a leash, not that hard. So what are you going to do about it, Jeff? Well, I'm going to do constant podcasts. I'm going to slam everybody in the face with this information, but then I'm going to be proactive and make online courses to help people. I'm also going to put out free videos to help people that can't afford the online courses like any decent professional would do. But I'm also going to give people a reality check, especially on my podcast, because that's what my podcast is about. Wake the fuck up. Why do you think it's titled, Wake the Fuck Up? Okay? Why do you think it's titled that? Because owners need to start taking responsibility. Owners need to start educating themselves. Don't get a dog unless you're willing to learn. Don't get two dogs. Don't get three dogs. Don't get four dogs. You got one dog that's messed up. I think I'll get another dog. Really? Okay. And it's going to cost you twice as much to stop it. Twice the vet bills. Twice the food bills. Twice the training bills if you decide to hire a trainer. Or starting right now, today, you take charge of your dog and you start the training. Do you know that we, well, Jeff, my dog is old. We've got a six-year-old Roddy in with us right now. Six years old, bitten kid, jumps on everybody, jumps on the furniture, goes where it wants to go, doesn't know any obedience, 40 pounds overweight. Guess what? In one week, dog's got training on it now. Dog's got good behavior on it now. In one week, it's six years old. In one week, not because we're dog trainers. Everything can be learned for free that we do. Everything that we did with that dog can be learned for free. 100% of it. All you have to do is look. And if you don't want to look, you buy a course. Sally Canine Academy. Bring the graduate. It's all right there. You, you participate in a free Q&A. Or you pay somebody to do it, and then you listen to them and do the, do the follow-up with them. But I'm amazed. We have got to start taking responsibility for our own dogs. So, start with the basics.
But when you have got these behavioral problems, when you have got these behavioral problems with your dog, there's a problem, by the way, with Facebook today, uploading it. Something's, uh, Facebook sent out a message of uh, um, giving a hard time doing lives right now, this minute when I try to upload it. So sorry about that, Facebook. Facebook works on which Facebook? I've got one Facebook account, which I think is my personal. That works, but the group does not work for some weird reason. Excuse me, I'm not, I'm not quite, quite sure why. So all of this can be done easily. So start out with the basics. First of all, when you've got an older dog, correct the unwanted behaviors, which can take seconds, some of the big ones, all right? Some of the easy ones, like barking, jumping, those are easy. Do your obedience. So now you've got a well-behaved dog. In one week, you can dramatically change the life of your dog. In one training session, you can dramatically change the life of your dog. But in one week, you can easily have a different dog. In one week. That's it. A week. All you need is a week. Think about that. All you need is a week. But when you have these young dogs with these behavioral issues that are going to grow, such as jumping, barking in the crate, resource guarding, play biting, you need to stop them and stop them now. And it's not hard to do. It is, it is not hard to do at all. You all can do it. All of you can do it. Stop listening to the nonsense online about you being mean. You can stop a puppy from resource guarding in three seconds or less. Any, any protocol that takes longer than that, it's, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. When you can stop it instantly. When you can stop it instantly. So, when I hear about all these behavioral issues, and then I ask, does your dog even have the basics? Now, there's now, on the flip side, there are a lot of people out there that are struggling with obedience problems, behavioral problems, and they are doing the training. Well, good. You're putting the work in. This will be much easier. But most people we're seeing now, I mean, I've just been doing this for a long time. And even if they don't come to me, I still notice it everywhere I go. It's very rare that I see a well-behaved dog. It's a rarity. I rarely see dogs even walking around our neighborhood. And we, in our neighborhood, let's say we've got, I don't know, 40 houses on our streets. And our neighborhood is probably 10 streets, 12 streets deep. So what is that? 500 people in this just this small little neighborhood. Well, then there's another neighborhood right next to it. But I'm just in our little, you know, the estates, whatever they want to call it in our area. There's got to be, let's say 25% of the people have dogs. So there's got to be 125 dogs in our neighborhood. I only see four or five out. That's it. So all I see is four or five. The rest of them are in their yards or in their houses. So people aren't walking their dogs. They're not having their dogs like hang out even outside, which I don't have a problem with, obviously. 
Even if I did, that's my, who gives a shit what I think, right? So it's interesting. It's interesting. So all I'm asking people to do is start with the basics. That's it. Just start with the basics. And if you need help, well, that's how we make a living. We've got online courses, online coaching. We do lives. But it can all be done for free. But if you want to expedite it, buy a course. Just like any other industry. If you want it done quicker, have so have a professional come in. Have have a professional come in. That's the rant for today. Another great day. Another another almost ninety degree day down here in southern Florida, Sarasota area. It's looking good. Sunshine. So we're excited about that. Let's see, what do we got? Rumble, nothing's going on on Rumble. What's up with that, Rumble? A lot of people up on, uh, on Instagram, Instagram, I, uh, let's see, if I put pressure on my dog or a correction on something he knows, he will always high-pitch yawn. Have you seen this in dogs? Of course we have. Stress. All that matter, all, all that matter, it's all just stress, it's wrong. Everybody, like there's that narrative out there, if you're stressing out the dog, you're doing something wrong. Really? Huh. So dogs shouldn't be stressed. Everything should be just hunky-dory for your dog at all times. Everything should be just loving and enjoyable and never be stressed. Never feel discomfort, never be stressed, never be anxious. Okay, got it. Got it. So you're, meanwhile, let me take a look at your life. Let me take a look at your life. No, that's all it is, is stress. So the, the bigger issue is, did the behavior stop, J-Wog? Because that's all that matters. Did the behavior stop? If the behavior didn't stop, well, then you probably actually didn't put enough of stress on your dog, possibly. Or you didn't apply a proper punisher. People have to understand there's a proper way to train a dog, obedience, which is reward-based, and a proper way to apply a punisher, which is obviously punitive-based, to stop an unwanted behavior. There's proper ways for that, but there's actually protocols in place to train obedience and protocols in place to stop things. Just like there's a way to install an electrical outlet. There's actually a proper way to install an electrical outlet. You've got positive, negative, and ground. There's a proper way to do it. If you don't do it, a lot of things could go wrong. Same with dog training. There's a proper way to do it. So educate yourself. How do you do that? Massive amounts of free resources out there. A lot of stuff that doesn't work, though. You got to find out what works. So you go to the people that get the results. Let's jump over to YouTube. And probably most of YouTube this morning. Facebook is not working right. Snugglebuns, good morning. All the morning crew. Brittany, JW, Beth, Deb, good morning. How are you? Awesome, Aussie. Deb, how many times do you train a day? Do you train in a day? A morning train, I'm referring to the first week. Deb, what we do and what you do are two different things. 
That's my snarky answer, right? I don't know how many times a day. Three and 10. All depends. All depends. We might do a protocol for five minutes. We might do we might do a training session for an hour. We might take the dog off property, which we usually don't do in the first week. All depends on what the dog's issues are. All depends, like we've got a dog here that's 40 pounds overweight, actually can't work that long. It gets tired halfway around the block. It gets tired doing half a dozen reps of something. Gets exhausted. I cut its nails yesterday. I was exhausted from that. I wasn't, the dog was. Just standing up. It's another reason why you should keep your dogs thin. You don't have to give them so much so, so you don't have uh, joint in, uh, uh, issues with your dog, heart issues with your dog. So, how many times? It honestly depends, it varies. It's very variable. All depends on what the dog can take. And we work dogs above threshold, but at some point when they're not learning, there's no point doing it. If they're not comprehending the training, there's no point doing it. Some dogs love to work, some dogs hate to work. Even the ones that hate to work though, we make them work. But it depends, the first week, some of the dogs are just, you're doing a lot of punitive stuff because you're stopping a lot of unwanted behaviors. Some of the dogs have never actually been asked to work before, told to work before, being held accountable before. You can get, also, are you doing short sessions or long sessions? There's a lot of variables. So if, you're, if you've got, Deb, if you've got a boarding train place, you can just start trying things out. If you want me to set up a program for you, we've got coaching for that. And counsels for that, so we have coaching. But you tell me. You come up. You come up with a program and see. Try six, six, twenty-minute training sessions. Try that. Try three one-hour training sessions. Try that. Like there's so many different variables on how you how you can do your set up your board and train. I can set up your board and train. Obviously, says, hi, awesome, um, uh, awesome, Aussie. Unfortunately, the lack of common sense exists in the dog world, too, kind of like the government. Ah, don't bring the government in. It's, this is the thing. It's going to be easier to train your dog than it is to convince school systems to stop indoctrinating our children with bullshit. That's the thing. Is like you've got more control over that. You have more control over your dog. Well, depends where you live. Canada, you're losing control. Over in Europe, you're losing control of how you train your dog. In the United States, you're going to start losing control as well. Hey, it's Christy. Good morning, Jeff. Hope you're having a great morning. I'm having an absolute, absolute great morning. It's 8.23. I've been up for five hours. It's been great. Um, two dogs and a dude. You say it and your subscribers say it. At least the ones that know the collateral effect of obedience is amazing. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. <laughs> having a trained dog is incredible. I can't imagine having an untrained dog. I, I, I don't know if people understand how awesome it is to have a trained dog. I mean, these people see our dogs out in public, our clients' dogs out in public, and they're like, wow, you're not, that dog's so well-trained. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's the beginning of its training journey. It's not well-trained yet, but thank you, obviously. But if you consider that well-trained, well, that means that you probably don't have a trained dog. Not to say that somebody with a trained dog can't compliment somebody else, but people are usually amazed because they usually follow it up with like, I wish my dog could do that. 
Like your dog, of course your dog can do that. Your dog can do that in a day, a week, a month. Your dog can absolutely do it. All dogs can be trained. Now, different levels, yeah, absolutely. Some are more trainable, and it's not by breed, it's by just temperament of the dog, skill set of the dog, cognitive of the dog. A lot of dogs are cognitively um, uh, damaged right now that we're seeing that are being bred. So that's what I got for you today. Rumble. Uh, I'm looking up. Just listen today. I wish the shelters could afford you. It would save dogs. The shelters aren't interested. I've talked about this many times. I'm looking up. Shelters are not interested in working with me. And they can't afford me, by the way. Shelters can't afford me. Shelters have money. Not all, but many do. Many shelters have got more than enough money to have quality trainers come in and work the dogs. Quality trainers to come in and train the staff on how to work the dogs. I will say this loud and I will say it again and again. Animal shelters are not interested in training dogs. End of story. If they are, that's news to me. Now, are some, of course, but why paintbrush stroke? Animal shelters are not interested in training dogs. And actually, that's not their role. That's not the role of a shelter either. But they're not interested in it. They're not interested in stopping unwanted behaviors. Not at all. Nope. Not at all. Terry G, another great podcast. Terry says, if owners did proper training, there would be uh, less dogs in shelters. Most shelters won't do proper training, which is unfortunate. You can eliminate the shelter population by literally just educating humans. By educating humans. That's it. It's all out there. All the information's out there. But people are suckered in to this, suckered into the feel good. And I'm not saying that training can't be fun. Training can be lots of fun. We have lots of fun with the dogs. But getting your dog up to a level of obedience, it's a lot of work. And sometimes it's not pretty. Instagram. Latinasana, I'm a rescue in Peru and I follow you every day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You've helped me educate my rescues and fosters. Well, thank you. Well, you're doing it right. That's what we need. We need people, we need more people that actually take information and pass it on. And we're not seeing that. We're not seeing that in we're not seeing that scaled in enough uh, uh, quantity to make a difference. What we're seeing scaled is shitty training that's what's scaled and everybody knows this like everybody knows it it's no hidden secret it's no hidden secret at all uh that's why i said i've always wanted to know how did you get started in this business Beth, i've told this story thousands of times thousands of times 20 years ago i had a dog my first dog um, my family's always had dogs, but I had got my first dog, German Shepherd, didn't know what I was doing. I was in the same boat as everybody else. I, was, I didn't know what I was doing. This is why I screamed so loud. I got bad advice from a bunch of different trainers, including killing the dog, 
I found somebody that helped me that's not in business anymore. This goes back 20 years ago. And they helped me. And then I just did a lot of shitload of studying on my own. And then I did a lot of trial and error. Then I started helping other people's dogs. Never went to school for it, which is great. You can have a master's degree in animal behavior, and I wouldn't trust you with my dog. I put a, I would put up, I know really good kennel staff that can train 10 times better than someone with a master's degree in animal, be, animal behavior. You don't need to go to school to learn how to train dogs. This is for everybody out there that's thinking about spending your hard-earned money on it. You don't need to. You're not going to get, you're not going to have a better, better, bigger, more profitable business at all. Excuse me. You won't. Absolutely won't. But he says they have plenty of money. Half the rescues and shelters are opening uh, money on, spending money on uh, dumb shit. It's not helping dogs are spending right. I know. You can easily get trainers to come in, but they won't let you train. They won't let you train. They put all these all these barriers up. That's why quality trainers don't usually don't go into shelters. They're not interested. People have got to understand that. They, they are not interested in what you have to say. They want feel-good stuff. Everything's got to be feel-good so we can raise more money. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic day. Time for me to get going. There's a chicken wandering the yard today. That was weird. At night, I put the chickens away, but it's pitch black, so there's no chickens out. I assume they're all in their coop. This morning, when I came out to open up their coop, there was one chicken walking around the backyard all by itself. Well, with the dogs. Dogs were out there, too. It's like, what are you doing out here? It wasn't even in its run. So it's out of its coop, out of its run, in the backyard. That was weird. And the dogs were out there. And we got all kinds of prey animals at night, too. Predators. They could have killed it. So, but, because the dogs don't sleep outside. Not anymore. They used to. The coyotes let it out. Yeah, the coyotes would have, the raccoons would have eaten them. We got all kinds of animals that'll eat them. So, anyway, one of the great mysteries of the world. It's like I'm gonna have to start doing a head count now, opening up, opening up the, their freaking coop at night with a flashlight, doing a head count. That'll go over well. All right, everybody. Now we love with all of you. Take care. Bye.